The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's midweek. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, August 10th, 2022, Wednesday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. Today is the feast of St. Lawrence, deacon and martyr. Born in about the year 225, he was a Roman deacon under Pope St. Sixtus II. Four days after the Pope was put to death, Lawrence and four clerics suffered martyrdom. Now Lawrence was charged with the responsibility for the material goods of the church. The prefect of Rome sent for Lawrence and said, You Christians say we're cruel to you, but that is not what I have in mind. I am told that your priests offer in gold, that the sacred blood is received in silver cups, that you have golden candlesticks at your evening services. Now your doctrine says you must render to Caesar what is his. Bring these treasures. The emperor needs them. Well, after three days... Lawrence gathered a great number of blind, lame, maimed, leprous, orphaned, and widowed persons and put them in rows. When the prefect arrived, Lawrence simply said, These are the treasures of the church. The prefect had a great gridiron prepared with coals beneath it and had Lawrence's body placed on it. After the martyr had suffered the pain for a long time, he made his famous cheerful remark, It is well done. Turn me over. St. Lawrence, believe it or not, is the patron saint of chefs. He died in the year 258. St. Lawrence, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for small and medium-sized businesses in the midst of economic and social crisis. May they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My mother immaculate, Saint Joseph, my father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. The last line of today's gospel is one in which Jesus speaks about a theme that we seem to see that Jesus loves a lot, and that is service. Jesus, you talk an awful lot about being a servant, a servant of God, the importance of us serving one another. Remember remember how you washed the feet of your apostles and told them there was, this was a, a very important example for them, an example of service. And the line goes like this, If a man serves me, he must follow me. Wherever I am, the servant will be there too. If anyone serves me, my Father will honour him. Another way of saying that is, everybody who follows me is a servant. 
has to see themselves as a servant. And whenever there's a servant there, I am there. And then finally, of course, that the servant will be glorified in the end by, by God the Father. And this is really important, I think, for, for you and for me to remember. Because nowadays the words serve and servant have taken on a kind of negative meaning. People, you might hear them say, you might hear yourself say, or myself, I say, sometimes, who do you think I am? Your servant? I'm not here to serve you. However, if we hear ourselves saying that, we have to kind of think, I'm not in great company, because a lot of people think that the motto of the devil, if he had a motto, it would be non servium, was the Latin for, I would not serve, because that certainly is the way he acts with God, with God in heaven before he, is, he removes himself from heaven, his motto is this, I'm not serving, who do you think I am? It's the way he speaks. And those lines are found in today's gospel precisely because today is the feast of a great servant, a great, a great martyr in the history of the church, St. Mar- Lawrence, martyr, is martyred on this day in 258. And his, mar- his motto would well have been something like, I will serve. Or I'm here to serve. And, and St. Lawrence was really beloved of the church because of his service. He served especially the poor and had a special love for the poor. And it's kind of funny because even though he was martyred only four days after a pope, that was Pope Sixtus II, um, a saint, uh, we know very little about Sixtus II and there's not a whole lot of devotion to him, or at least there wasn't in the early church. People were thinking much more about Lawrence. And so this feast day, the one of St. Lawrence, became very big in the early church and it still is, is a feast day. And that seems to be showing us that your words, Jesus, are coming true. If anyone serves me, my Father will honour him. So today's perhaps a good day for us to ask ourselves, a very simple question. Do you, do I, frequently do acts of service for others? Frequently doesn't mean like once a year, but it means like every day. Am I helping, for example, at home, preparation of meals or the clean up afterwards? Am I quick to do little jobs? Not looking for glory or recognition, even ones that would be hidden that people don't notice. Would I help a friend with some academic work? Because when we're doing that, certainly we're being just like Jesus. Because remember, he also said that he'd come into this world not to be served, but in fact to serve, to be a servant. And Our Lady defines herself as the handmaiden of the Lord. Handmaiden really being an old word for a servant girl. That's Our Lady. Not just speaks about herself, but that she sees herself. In other words, I'm here to serve. And we see that actually immediately after the Annunciation when she says that the very first thing she does is she goes off to serve her cousin Elizabeth who is expecting. And it doesn't strike her strange that she would go for three months and be making dinner every day and do the cleaning around the house and all these things for three months for her beloved cousin Elizabeth. Now something that you might have noticed about people who tend to serve and are happy to serve, is that very often they're very good-humoured people. They're very good-natured and and cheerful. And perhaps that is because God wants to reward, in a special way, those who dedicate themselves to serving others with a joy not just in heaven, 
but actually in this life already. It seems to be, and some people suggest that, maybe some kind of hallmark that you, Lord, want for those who serve others, that they're particularly joyful. And in fact, our saint of today, Saint Lawrence, is a great example of this himself. He is famously good-humoured. And this comes out in the story told about his martyrdom. And maybe this story actually is one of the reasons why the early Christians loved him so much. And the story is told that he, Deacon Lawrence, was ordered by the Roman Emperor, Valerian, not a nice job, to collect up the treasures of the church in order to hand them over to him. Because he was a very, he was a very greedy uh, emperor and he just wanted all that gold and silver. And so well, Lawrence went off to do this, in inverted commas, and when Valerian came along to collect his gold and his silver, all these treasures, what he found instead was a huge crowd of people, but the poor people of Rome, that Lawrence had gathered together. And Valerian was kind of confused and said, what's this? And, and St. Lawrence says, well, here, this is the treasure of the church. Now, Valerian wasn't amused, and he decided that, that Lawrence would have no ordinary execution, but in fact that he would be essentially grilled alive. And so that's, that is the, um, that's what happened to him. He was put on a gridiron, a big, big grill. And, um, and so they, they stoked up the, the grill and they heated up the fire for him. And, and St. Lawrence went to his death, as martyrs tend to do, very cheerfully, um, but even mocked his execution. Because during the course of the execution, he was lying down on the scorching gridiron, and he went, he'd been there for a while. And, and then he said to his executioners, you can turn me over now. I'm done on this side. Would you believe that the church also considers St. Lawrence not only a patron saint to the poor, means the way he looked after the poor, but also a patron saint of cooks because of this, because of this scene. I think that also shows us that the church herself has got a sense of humour. But it's a good day then for us to look at ourselves. Do I serve other people? Do I do little favours for people? Do I see service not as something demeaning? Because sometimes we, we don't serve because we find it, well, that's kind of demeaning, me doing the wash-up bar. No, that's for somebody else. Well, we shouldn't actually see it as demeaning in, every, in any way at all, because precisely those are the two greatest people that ever walked on this planet did, and very, very, did very deliberately, very explicitly, Our Lady and her son Jesus. And then all the saints, in one way or another, some in a special way, like the deacon Lawrence, in a special way they, they, they served others, and served them not in a kind of grumbling way, and keep you a record and saying, do you see what I'm doing? Look, look how I'm, I'm doing the wash-up after dinner, you know, and take note. No, not doing it in a grumbling way, but in a very cheerful way. Because genuine service has that effect on people. It makes them happy. If you or I sometimes find that we're not so happy as we think we should be, there also might be a time for looking at ourselves and thinking, well, maybe I would be a happier person, a more cheerful person, good-humoured person like Lawrence, if, in fact, I was a person who engaged in service more easily. That's what a deacon is, actually, in the church. The word deacon comes from Greek word diakonia, service. So the deacon, in a special way, was ordained to serve, serve the church, in Lawrence's case, serve the poor. But it's not restricted to the deacons. In some way, you and I, we're all deacons. 
We're all, we're all here to serve. And our Lord, we can be sure, would reward that service already in this life, certainly in the next, with great good humour and happiness. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour on Daybreak. On the Feast of St. Lawrence, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin the liturgical day as we pray with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the the King of martyrs. The Lord is God, the mighty God the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. Men Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples, this useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger. His rage will strike them with terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Now, O kings, understand, take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish. For suddenly his anger will blaze. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Men Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. The suffering of this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. The The sufferings of this this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. In the Lord I have taken my refuge. How can you say to my soul, Fly like a bird to its mountain, See the wicked bracing their bow. They are fixing their arrows on the string To shoot upright men in the dark. Foundations once destroyed, What can the just do? The Lord is in his holy temple, The Lord, whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world. His gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the just and the wicked, the lover of violence he hates. He sends fire and brimstone on the wicked. He sends a scorching wind as their lot. The Lord is just and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The The sufferings of this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. The Lord tested his chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. The Lord Lord tested tested his chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. Lord, 
hear a cause that is just, pay heed to my cry. Turn your ear to my prayer, no deceit is on my lips. From you may my judgment come forth, your eyes discern the truth. You search my heart, you visit me by night, you test me and you find in me no wrong. My words are not sinful, as are men's words. I kept from violence because of your word. I kept my feet firmly in your paths. There was no faltering in my steps. I am here, and I call. You will hear me, O God. Turn your ear to me, hear my words. Display your great love, you whose right hand saves your friends from those who rebel against them. Guard me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the violent attacks of the wicked. My foes encircle me with deadly intent. Their hearts tight shut. Their mouths speak proudly. They advance against me, and now they surround me. Their eyes are watching to strike me to the ground, as though they were lions ready to claw, or like some young lion crouching and hiding. Lord, arise, confront them, strike them down. Let your sword rescue my soul from the wicked. Let your hand, O Lord, rescue me from men, from men whose reward is in this present life. You give them their fill of your treasures. They rejoice in abundance of offspring and leave their wealth to their children. As for me, in my justice I shall see your face and be filled when I awake with the sight of your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord tested His chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. I have known tribulations and distress, but in your commands I have found consolation. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles In those days, as the number of disciples grew, the ones who spoke Greek complained that their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food, as compared with the widows of those who spoke Hebrew. The twelve assembled the community of the disciples and said, It is not right for us to neglect the word of God in order to wait on tables. Look around among your own number, brothers, For seven men acknowledged to be deeply spiritual and prudent, and we shall appoint them to this task. This will permit us to concentrate on prayer and the ministry of the Word. The proposal was unanimously accepted by the community. Following this, they selected Stephen, a man filled with faith and the Holy Spirit, Philip, Procurus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenius, and Nicholas of Antioch, who had been a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles, who first prayed over them and then imposed hands on them. That day saw the beginning of a great persecution of the church in Jerusalem, all except the apostles scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria. The members of the church who had been dispersed went about preaching the word. Philip, for example, went down to the town of Samaria and there proclaimed the Messiah. Without exception, the crowds that heard Philip and saw the miracles he performed attended closely to what he had to say. There were many who had unclean spirits, which came out shrieking loudly. Many others were paralytics or cripples, and these were cured. The rejoicing in that town rose to a fever pitch. If anyone declares himself for me before men, 
I will declare myself for him before my Father in heaven. If anyone wishes to serve me, he must follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be with me. I will declare myself for him before my Father in heaven. A reading from a sermon by St. Augustine, Bishop. The Roman Church commends to us today the anniversary of the triumph of St. Lawrence. For on this day he trod the furious pagan world underfoot, and flung aside its allurements, and so gained victory over Satan's attack on his faith. As you have often heard, Lawrence was a deacon of the church at Rome. There he ministered the sacred blood of Christ. There, for the sake of Christ's name, he poured out his own blood. St. John the Apostle was evidently teaching us about the mystery of the Lord's Supper when he wrote, Just as Christ laid down his life for us, so we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. My brethren, Lawrence understood this, and, understanding, he acted on it. Just as he had partaken of a gift of self at the table of the Lord, so he prepared to offer such a gift. In his life he loved Christ. In his death he followed in his footsteps. Brethren, we too must imitate Christ if we truly love him. We shall not be able to render better return on that love than by modeling our lives on his. Christ suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in his steps. In saying this, the Apostle Peter seems to have understood that Christ suffered only for those who follow in his steps, in the sense that Christ's passion is of no avail to those who do not. The holy martyrs followed Christ even to shedding their life's blood, even to reproducing the very likeness of his passion. They followed him, but not they alone. It is not true that the bridge was broken after the martyrs crossed, nor is it true that after they had drunk from it, the fountain of eternal life dried up. I tell you again and again, my brethren, that in the Lord's garden are to be found not only the roses of his martyrs, in it there are also the lilies of the virgins, the ivy of wedded couples, and the violets of widows. On no account may any class of people despair, thinking that God has not called them. Christ suffered for all. What the Scriptures say of him is true. He desires all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Let us understand then how a Christian must follow Christ even though he does not shed his blood for him, and his faith is not called upon to undergo the great test of the martyr's sufferings. The Apostle Paul says of Christ our Lord, Though he was in the form of God, he did not consider equality with God a thing to be clung to. How unrivaled his majesty! But he emptied himself, taking on the form of a slave, made in the likeness of men, and presenting himself in human form. How deep his humility! Christ humbled himself. Christian, that is what you must make your own. Christ became obedient. How is it that you are proud? When this humbling experience was completed, and death itself lay conquered, Christ ascended into heaven. Let us follow him there, for we hear Paul saying, if you have been raised with Christ, you must lift your thoughts on high, where Christ now sits at the right hand of God. Blessed Lawrence cried out, I worship my God and serve only Him. 
so I do not fear your torture. God is my rock. I take refuge in him, so I do not fear your torture. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, Worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood... And bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Let us pray. Father, you called St. Lawrence to serve you by love and crowned his life with glorious martyrdom. Help us to be like him in loving you and doing your work. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, on Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. If you have 20 minutes, you can make your will. Relevant Radio partner Free Will has made it easy and free 
Make your will today. Go to RelevantRadio.com slash free will. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells us that if you really want to live, you have to die. It's from the 12th chapter of the Gospel of John. Truly, truly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. He who loves his life loses it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there shall my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, the Lord was pretty clear that we should always have a spirit of gratitude in our hearts. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. There are many reasons why the sacrament of penance is such an incredible gift. These reasons should move us to be thankful to our Lord, to love this sacrament more every time we receive it. Prayerful consideration of these reasons should help us to be faithful to a plan for frequent confession. First of all, we should realize that confession is not merely a spiritual remedy by which the priest can heal a sick soul or revive a soul dead to the life of grace. This is a lot, but to our Father God it seems very little. Remember how in the parable of the prodigal son, the father did not forgive his son by means of an emissary. He ran right up to him so as to forgive him in person. So it is with our Lord. He seeks out the sinner. He makes himself present in the person of the confessor. It is Jesus who absolves us, since every sacrament is the action of Christ. In confession, we encounter Jesus in the same way that the good thief met him as did the woman caught in adultery, the Samaritan woman, and so many others. We meet Jesus as Peter did after his denials. Inasmuch as the remission of sins is an action of Christ, it is at the same time an action of his mystical body, the Church. We should also give thanks for the universality of this power granted to the Church in the person of the apostles and their successors. The Lord is ready to forgive everything in everyone always, as long as he finds the proper dispositions. God's omnipotence is particularly shown in sparing and having mercy, because in this it is made manifest that God has supreme power that he freely forgives sins. Jesus says to us, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. In confession, he gives us the opportunity to empty all worldliness from the soul, to have a thorough cleaning out. Imagine that God wants you to be overflowing with honey, but you are full of vinegar. Where can God put the honey, asks St. Augustine. First, you have to empty and clean out the container. You have to clean it out even if it takes a lot of effort scrubbing the thing. That's what has to be done to receive this mysterious reality. 
The Holy Spirit will increase the sensitivity of our soul if we make the little effort required to confess our sins frequently, to examine our conscience diligently, and make good resolutions. We will acquire an interior refinement of soul characterized by a horror of mortal sin. We will flee from the occasions of mortal sin while we grow in our hatred of venial sin. In this manner, confession fills us with confidence in the struggle. Those who practice it have found it to be the sacrament of joy. How can we fail to thank our Lord for this proof of His mercy? Shouldn't we appreciate this sacrament more each time we receive it? Shouldn't we get others to know its immense value? The Holy Spirit teaches us the meaning of sin through His unceasing action in the sacrament of penance. The Holy Spirit teaches us to suffer more over sin, to understand the gravity of offending God. We will then be filled with a filial desire to make reparation for our faults. Our spirit of penance will be shown in that our confessions will be punctual, contrite, and well-prepared. We thank the Holy Spirit for having inspired the fathers of the Church to encourage frequent confession. With this aid, we make progress in humility. We combat with energy unchristian customs. We confront lukewarmness head-on. We strengthen our will and increase sacramental grace in ourselves by virtue of the sacrament of penance. How many benefits we receive from the Lord through this wonderful sacrament. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 14 before the hour, we pray now with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen.
My soul clings to you, my God, because I endured death by fire for your sake. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My soul clings to you, my God, because I endured death by fire for your sake. The Lord sent his angel to free me from the fire, and I escaped the flames unharmed. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven. 
praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. The Lord sent his angel to free me from the fire, and I escaped the flames unharmed. Blessed Lawrence prayed, I thank you, Lord, for permitting me to enter the gates of your kingdom. Sing a new song to the Lord, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed Lawrence prayed, I thank you, Lord, for permitting me to enter the gates of your kingdom. A reading from 2 Corinthians Praise be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, So through Christ do we share abundantly in his consolation. The Word of the Lord The Lord is my strength, I shall always praise him. The Lord is my strength, I shall always praise him. He has become my Savior, I shall always praise him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my strength, I shall always praise him. Do not be afraid, my son, for I am with you. If you should walk through the fire, the flames will not harm you, nor will the odor of burning cling to you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Do not be afraid, my son, for I am with you. If you should walk through the fire, the flames will not harm you, nor will the odor of burning cling to you. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of his witnesses who shed their blood for the word of God. Let us praise him in remembrance of them. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You redeemed us by your blood. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as As we forgive those who trespass against us. And and lead us not into temptation, but but deliver us from evil. Father, you called St. Lawrence to serve you by love and crowned his life with glorious martyrdom. Help us to be like him in loving you and doing your work. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.